Hello and welcome to the next show of Simon Says Let's Talk Business on Business Radio X. On this show we spotlight professionals and the excellent companies they represent and we discuss best practices in business today. And excited to have two great companies represented today, great guests. We have Armand Hammer with Candy Mountain Sweets and Treats talking to us today. Armand, welcome. Well, thank you. Pleasure. Great. And also joining us will be Chris Meyer with Green Circle Demolition. Welcome, Chris. Thank you for having us. And uh, I'm your host, Al Simon, with Sandler Training, and we're going to talk about good business stuff today. Let's start, uh, uh, Armand, with you and uh, Candy Mountain Sweets and Treats, huh? Yes. Great, great company. You brought some samples here into the studio, and uh, so we're going to pig out when the show's over, aren't we? <laughs> Is that what we're going to do? Great, yeah. Uh, I mentioned to you I have eight grandchildren, so I'm looking forward to hearing about this. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, so you, you're a manufacturer of candy. Yes. You've been around for 25 years? Yes. Whatever, mm -hmm. okay. So why? You know, why did you start a, a company that manufactures and sells candy for children? Well, we have been playing around prior to that with uh, a lot of different ideas of what you could do with the spray. Mm -hmm. uh, we had thought about the idea of uh, doing like a, a breath freshener or something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, one day we said, well, you know, if we can do it in a spray, kids would like it because it's fun. Uh, let's make a candy. Kids will do like fun, don't they? Yeah. So... Um, we said, let's see if we could formulate something. And we were working with a chemist, a food chemist. Okay. And uh, we, we played around with it for a while. And uh, I said, you know, kids like tart, so let's make it fun and tart. Okay. So we came up with a formula, and uh, the chemist brought it into our office, and we put it in some spray bottles. And I said, well... Let's test it out on the employees first to see what happens. See if they disappear or go crazy. Exactly. Or the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first thing I did was my receptionist uh, and secretary, I said, oh, try it on her. So I took it to her uh, in this spray bottle, and I said, Rachel, try this. <laughs> and let me know what you think. You just open your mouth and spray it into your mouth. And she said, she was a little bit skeptical, I but she imagine. said, okay. So she Cause, opened. Because you're her boss, so yeah. she had to do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so she, she did. She opened her mouth, uh -huh. and she sprayed it three times quickly. And then her eyes lit up like crazy. Yes. Her whole face just glowed. And she said, oh, my gosh, this is too tart <laughs> and i said wow that's a great name for the candy let's call it two tarts oh so you didn't change the formula you just changed the name that's <laughs> what we did so that's what got us started in the candy business for kids that's great that's great and so that was 25 years ago yes but you made a major change somewhere along the line tell us about that yes um about nine years ago um we uh, sort of thought about the fact that we're making all this candy for kids. If there's a way that we can make it healthy 
and still taste as good and have as much appeal for kids, it's an obligation that we should do that. So we did. We took all the sugar out of the candy. and uh, Is it still candy if there's no sugar in it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because you can't tell the difference. Really? Uh, no, it, you mm-hmm. really can't. And that was nine years ago. And yeah. uh, to be honest with you, it's the most gratifying thing, I think, that we've ever done. Because uh, we know that when kids take our candy now, they're getting something that is actually healthy. We've got some sweeteners in there that are natural sweeteners okay. and a few other things, too. So uh, the taste is just as good, but uh, it's something that, you know, you can feel good about giving your kids at any age. Yeah, I'm looking at your, at your catalog here, your buyer's guide, and you've got all kinds of different types and flavors and such. It looks really great. Thank you. Yes. So wh- where can our listeners find this candy? Where can they get it? Well, you can really get it in a lot of different retailers. Um, uh, one place you can buy it would be Dollar General. Okay. Uh, Dollar General has it. Uh, the Dollar Tree stores have it. Uh, places like Publix, you can buy it at Publix. Uh, you can buy it at Sam's Club, if you go into Sam's Club. Uh, you can buy it in actually some really unusual places like AutoZone. They they have a rack of candy, <laughs> and our kids' candy has been on there for about nine years now, yeah. and you can go in and, and find our spray candy in an auto zone. And spray it into your carburetor, see if it helps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, put it in your gas tank. You'll be surprised what happens. Little, yeah, a little fuel injector <laughs> stuff. There we go. All right, well, excellent. So I guess probably one of those things where when you realize now that it's out there, you start to see it everywhere, huh? Yes, yes, that's exactly right. Well, we're going to check that out, and it's called Two tart two tarts two tart all right and and what has been the uh response from consumers from the retailers that buy from you what feedback have you gotten uh the feedback is that um uh the repeat sales are always very strong because whoever buys the product likes the way it tastes and we get a lot of input uh from consumers thanking us for making something that's healthy for their kids i can imagine and and it's it's been very gratifying i guess to say that you can make something make a living doing something that is positive for other people absolutely that's a i mean you being a really really good neighbor uh citizen uh to do this and, and make it this way Problem is, of course, is that, you know, as a grandfather, I like to sugar them up and then give them back to my <laughs> children right before bedtime. But I know I can't do that. What's up with that? Well, uh, we can work around that. I <laughs> okay. okay. So they're gluten-free. They're sugar-free. They still taste good. Yes. Parents love them, and their kids love them. Yes. Yes, very much so. So what's so. not to like here, other than you know, grandparents <laughs> who can't mess with their own kids? I don't know. Yeah, and we, we make a spray candy, but we also make a liquid candy um, that comes in a bottle with a real baby nipple on it. Yeah. And it's good for the younger kids. All right. They can suck it right out of the nipple. Yeah. So, and that's called suck-ups. Suck-ups. And then we make a version called Gimme Goo for those that want to get right to it. You just screw off the cap uh-huh. and you drink it. She's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like mainlining right yeah. in the veins. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But there's no sugar. Armand, it takes all the fun out of it. Well, I don't know about that. It adds a new dimension of having fun without. I like it. Uh, great, great job. On thank that. you. 
So it, it must have been pretty much on the forefront of the whole idea of, of, of manufacturing and distributing healthier foods. Yes, yes. So you must have gotten some good publicity from that and some good feedback from that. I mean, your competitors don't do this, do they? No, no, they don't, unfortunately. And to be honest with you, I'd be happy if they did because I think it would help the entire marketplace. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm not feeling, well, gee, I have the exclusive and aren't I great. That's not about that. It's about hoping at some point in time others will convert because if you can make something taste as good, yes. why not have the responsibility to do it in a way that's positive for people? Absolutely. Why not do it? Yeah. Well, that's certainly a great attitude about the industry and about your competition. Well, thank you. Pretty refreshing these days. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. really good. And y'all manufacture this right here in the USA, huh? Right in Atlanta, Georgia. All right. Yes. Yeah, we have our own facility, and we yeah. actually make the candy. We fill it, and we do the whole thing right here in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. And then you ship it out. Yes. These retailers, and they put it on the shelves, and parents love it. Yes. Yes. Uh, so well, why am I so behind the, the eight ball here? I have not heard of two-tart candy before. <laughs> what is the deal? Well, uh, maybe you just need to be a tiny bit younger. Yeah, okay. A couple but, years. I, I, like, I like the way you're very diplomatic <laughs> in the way you said that. Yeah, that's, that's good stuff. Oh. But, yeah, we're all looking for ways to stay healthy, be, be healthier. But it is nice to have, as my wife and I, and I say, a little treat. Nice Absolutely. Um, a little treat. Um, I know that... Um, uh, years ago, um, uh, I used to uh, do a radio show. Uh, I was a, a disc jockey. This Were you? Is when I was, you got the voice just, for it. Just out of high school. Yeah. And uh, uh, we, you know, we had a, a lot of fun with uh, talking about um, uh, candy at that time, and kids and what they like and what they like doing yes and i think that was a sort of a good background for me to end up doing what i did yes. <laughs> so is, yeah we've we've really uh felt wonderful about what we're doing and you know things aren't always a hundred percent all the time but at least you know you're doing and contributing in a positive way it's a tremendous thing you're doing it really is Thank it's you. an industry that very well needs it yes absolutely Thank yeah you so once again, this is Al Simon with Sandler Training, and I'm your host on the show. Simon Says, let's talk business. And our guest uh, today is Armand Hammer from Candy Mountain Sweets and Treats. Mm -hmm. And Armand, if there's, uh, uh, I'm sure there's listeners that are going to want to uh, look you up, get yes. a feel for this. And we already mentioned the retailers that where they can find your candy. But if someone wanted to talk to you, mm -hmm. how could they get a hold of you or how could they connect into your company? Um, Probably the simplest way is to give you a phone number. Okay. We're ready. Okay. 404-696-4178. Okay. 404-696-4178. And I am always available to talk to anybody. I think that's important. Hey, president and founder of the company, CEO, and you're, you're, you're willing to talk to anybody who wants to talk to you. Absolutely. Always. That's excellent. Always. I really appreciate you being on the show. Well, thank you. And I'm going to go out and get some two-tart candy for my grandchildren. Okay. That sounds good. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Why not? Absolutely. Well, thank you for having us. Appreciate yes. it. Candy Mountain Sweets and Treats. Awesome. Thank Armand, you. great to have you with us. Great. Great to be here. Thank you. Good. Chris, 
Chris Meyer with uh, Green Circle Demolition. You talk about two different businesses here. We got candy and we got demolition. <laughs> maybe they go together. In some way, maybe so. Yeah, maybe they do. Yeah, well, welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank Chris. you. Thanks for having yeah. us. So Green Circle Demolition. Uh, so I get it now. Uh, the listeners don't obviously can't see this, but, but Chris came into the studio with his sledgehammer yes awesome you never know where the work might be and when it has to be done so if you don't like the show you can bust out the windows and you know this you know, yeah. that's right okay start right now I, mean, I think you got a crew right outside right ready to go you know i wasn't going to tell you but okay all right well, well chris tell us about green circle demolition and what kinds of projects sure. do you work on? Give us an idea of what y'all do. So my position at Green Circle Demolition is the business development manager. And what we have done for over the 50 years of experience that we have is specialize in commercial and industrial demolition projects. Uh, we've been very blessed that a lot of our projects are centralized here uh, to Atlanta or usually about 50 mile radius outside of Atlanta. Okay. So we have uh, over the years diversified in our services that we now offer to accommodate the needs of our clients to include a environmental arm of the business to include asbestos abatement, uh, take care of lead paint found inside buildings if that's still around, you know, mm. and there's uh, mm. also our trucking transportation division. So we service general contractors, owners, developers, that are developing and building these uh, commercial buildings, whether it be this hotel, hospitals. We have a wide array of uh, properties we specialize in from industrial to retail, and we're looking to take part in that on the, on the demolition aspect for them, handle that service. You must have seen some interesting things over the years. We have. There's never a dull day in demolition yeah. now. What's, no. your, what's your favorite story about demolition? Well, there was, uh, there was a time that we actually uh, just were very prideful, I would say, to help out at uh, Six Flags Over Georgia. You know, there's very unique uh, demolition projects that come about, whether it be an elevator, an escalator. You know, I always say we do everything from wallpaper to skyscraper. You know, the sky's the limit. So there's some mm -hmm. really unique things. When we helped out at a, when we helped out at Six Flags, they were demolishing that old cyclone roller oh, coaster yes. that they've now turned into a new cyclone but uh it, it's very interesting to be part of that and see um how they're reusing materials and how the specialty you know these genius minds and you know not like us we're not geniuses in demolition but the, yeah. the it does take a little bit of expertise to do what we do and selectively work with a uh, well-educated team and expertise team of engineers and architects so us having to uh, remove that roller coaster and, and uh, build it back was an incredible experience for us that must have been something to see yes it, it was very cool to see the tra uh, um, trans transformation of it so how do you uh, you mentioned that you uh, become more envir environmental environmental you're really good for the environment yes and uh <laughs> In, in that you uh, have uh, new techniques and new processes, uh, but you also engage well with the community, right? Tell, tell us more about how you do that. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Um, you know, even, even in the name Green Circle, kind of the inception of the name insinuated more of a green and sustainable approach to our means and methods and, uh, and practices that we do. Um, but as far as us engaging into the community now, we... We are very blessed with a, with a profitable business. Everything is going well. We're expanding, and oh, yeah. uh, we very much believe in giving back. And one of the things we are doing now, Al, to give back is we've formulated a unique group that brings an eclectic mix of 
uh, real estate individuals, property owners, developers, contractors, everybody of the like in what we call the AEC industry of the architects, and engineers, and different contractors, and okay. bring them all together and hone it around a charity. Uh, for instance, here on 8-22, uh, here in August, we're going to hold our next one at Improve USA in Doraville. It's centered around oh, a yes. charity that uh, specializes in homeless veterans. So they clothe these veterans. They... Uh, are setting them up for job opportunities and transitional housing, things of that nature. So anything we could do to support the vets, you know, that have given so much for this country, that's uh, just the focus on this event, but we're always looking to give back whenever we can. That's great. That really is great. Thank you. Thank you. We're very proud of it. That is, yeah, that is absolutely tremendous. And I've heard about Improve USA, and, mm -hmm. and they do really good work for veterans. Yes. So uh, thank you for doing that. Oh, you're and, welcome. And, it's our pleasure. Yeah, and investing in that. So, but... Not really what we think of when we think of demolition. I mean, right. so your competition, I mean, how do you stand out from your competition? You know, Al, I think that's that's one of the ways is um, there's not as many companies out there engaging or sitting right here with you as, as we are now. And uh, so we do a lot on social media to educate the public as to the proper means and methods of whether that be the environmental abatements or uh, just what equipment is necessary for their particular project. Um, I would say demolition in particular is one of the most mysterious trades because mm -hmm. somebody could probably tell you how much that run of ductwork costs to put in this building right now. But demolition-wise, there's different means, methods, resources that we have at our disposal to do the job quickly, efficiently, and offer a value-engineered solution that I think is why we're so successful, uh, just our experience and the knowledge we put forth into our proposals and presentations with our clients. That sets us apart. I can imagine. I'm, you know, architects, engineers, uh, and contractors probably benefit themselves from working with someone who is environmentally you're, conscious. You're, you're only as you know productive on a job site as your, your weakest sub. So if we mm -hmm. make sure that everybody is, is well trained, whether that be in safety or their means and methods and move everything along efficiently, it, it benefits everybody in, in the entirety. That's an interesting comment. You're only as effective as your... As, as the weakest sub on the site. Because if I'm being mm -hmm. held up by, let's say, a steel guy in front of our scope of work, um, and I ran into this today, actually, then... Yeah. It's, uh, it's something where we cannot progress through the project, and, and, it's, and it's holding up development, which yeah. needs to happen. So this, this, again, is Al Simon with Sandler and uh, our show. Simon says, let's talk business on Business Radio X, and we're talking with Chris Meyer of Green Circle Demolition. Chris, I'm curious as to how you personally got involved in this industry and with Green Circle. Yeah, sure. Well, in the, in the past, Al, I'd worked at a general contracting firm, so I've mm -hmm. seen it from that aspect, how bids go out and how the process of uh, a new construction or a remodel uh, is. So basically we just have to turn the top on that and decommission the building and do it in the reverse manner. That's the, the simplest way to think about most demolitions when it comes to buildings. Um, but in answer to it, really, I'd worked at another firm where it, it was more uh, of a nature of an inside uh, sales job or relationship building job where we catered uh, to this audience, to commercial construction professionals looking to do business with uh, more developers, property managers, and people responsible for, I'd say, 80% of their commercial real estate in North America. So I had their contact information. I was talking to these people on day-to-day, -day, understood their needs. And I just said there has to be a position out there uh, for me to be in front of their face, be very personal, and handle the sales cycle from the inception of project to managing the project to me personally estimating, which is the pleasure I get to do now, 
and then take them out to dinner and, and say we appreciate the opportunity on, on this one and we look forward to many more. You know, it's the most rewarding thing in the world to us. And that's how I found it. It was through LinkedIn and I said, I want the job. That's a great story. And, and it's interesting too because your your uh, whole idea being to you know to do good work and raise all boats so to speak, which is uh, which is a tremendous uh, way to approach it. Yeah, I've always found that to be true. Is the more that we're able to give back and do for our clients and um, even just friends and family and personal life, it comes back to you tenfold. You know, we do the mm-hmm. same in business. Yes. Well, good. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned a little bit uh, as we started talking about the different range of services you offer. Yes. Do you mind reiterating that and tell us a little bit more yes. about each of the kinds of services you offer? Sure. Yeah. One of the one of the um, paramount services we now offer can appeal to furniture vendors that we currently do business with, or it's it's so imperative in the in the market that it is now with the steel industry being down. Uh, we we run a recycling company. It's a fully mm-hmm. functioning. Uh, company where you could bring cars to be shredded and we have uh, we're employing you know we're employing um, over a hundred employees now some stay at the yard and are processing anything from cars to furniture to HVAC mechanical equipment so Mm -hmm. there is a a huge place for us just to have that small uh, range of service that we're able to to offer a wider range of contractors and people in the industry to come to us and and that's a great thing so we're keeping the commodities here mm-hmm. in America, which we're very, very prideful for, and uh, you know, just uh, instituting a positive change with the economy here. Yeah. So that's that's one. Is our total five? Just to recap, is demolition, environmental work, trucking and transportation, and disposal along with that, and the recycling. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, as as a layman, not really in that industry. Mm-hmm. You know, when I think of demolition, I think of the big old wrecking ball and yes. all the dust. You know, but what you're saying, there's a whole lot more to this. It gets very selective and technical yeah. at times. Like for instance, we're at Atlantic Station right now, that big outdoor mall. Yes. If you've seen the big, fancy construction barriers over there, um, you go right inside that exterior mall, and and uh, you'll see escalators, elevators, all types of very technical types of demolition that uh, is on top of two parking decks. So you have to be very precarious oh, with I can imagine. how everything's being done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you make some of those engineers a little nervous, <laughs> don't you? Yeah, <laughs> we do. Yeah. It's, a, it's a slow process, yes. Okay. You know, um, w- when you're talking about demolition, mm-hmm. and you, you've said that you've been very successful, your company has, but, but how do you go about finding business i mean do you, do you use marketing do you use pure sales tactics combination of the two how do you do that well that being my job you know yeah. that's that's something i came into the company and, and started instituting uh different different programs of uh get, getting a lot out there on on social media yes we use uh, linkedin as a primary platform do you and follow your podcast so <laughs> very, say that they, again you follow <laughs> follow Simon al's podcast. podcast yes thank you very good yes and uh so we, we use the um, social media of Facebook and LinkedIn, but we're more prideful of being there and using the opportunity of even just a, a site walk, you know, mm-hmm. being there, seeing the project in person, whereas a lot of companies may be solicited to in the demolition field and they send a remote bid. They have no idea really what's going on with the project and we're there with that intimate experience and they, they get a good confidence for, especially if they worked with us before, and, and uh, me and our company, we do a lot of uh, contacts for referral projects. They yeah. see what we've done, and they in turn have seen, like, let's say the Candler building downtown. We uh, helped with the abatement out there and the interior demolition, and it's a very historical project. People notice it, 
and we get a lot of calls afterwards for like-minded projects. You know, it's interesting that you said that. In, in Armand, you, you mentioned also, when I asked how can people contact you, and you gave your <coughs> personal phone number. Uh, you know, in this day and age, and, and Chris, you said you, you, know, you use a lot with LinkedIn and, and podcasts yeah. and, and things blogs. like that, and mm -hmm. blogs, yeah. Uh, I think that a lot of folks today, they forget about that personal touch. They want to do the social media stuff. They mm. want to do the marketing, you know, the advertising, uh, and, then, and then hope that the leads come in, you know, email and phone. But you, you, both of you are, are really focused on that personal touch, the outreach, yeah. making sure that you have conversation with folks. Yeah, it's, I mean, business is personal. I've always yeah. believed that. It's, you know, you're always selling to the person and always yeah. offering the solution to a person of a, of a big organization, however large or small it might be. And it's, uh, it's one of those things when, when we do uh, send in that proposal or we're talking through a project and how to do it in, in the best uh, possible manner, we, we like to sit there and read their body language and, and ask them, how can we do better in the future or on, on this you know if we don't win the project at least give us some feedback as to why so we can improve in the future excellent practices for any of us mm -hmm. so chris what are the future plans for green circle to yeah. expand we are expanding and the plan is uh, just here within the next 30 days or so where we're ramping up to expand into the jacksonville florida market and that's going to allow us to have a satellite office there in which we can better service our clients in, uh, in South Georgia. So our superintendents and our in-house employees don't have to travel as far and they can focus on the projects uh, in Savannah where there's a shortage of resources and Are there? demolition. Mm -hmm. So we're, uh, we're currently mainly uh, doing a lot of regional projects within the Southeast, but that'll, that'll help us expand southward. We're very proud of that. And that's not an easy task, right? To no. find competent people, have all that equipment, and remotely yeah. manage it and have, like you said, competent yeah. people that you trust in another region. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, exciting and also scary, but we're ready for the growth pains, you know? You know what? Uh, uh, companies that, that, are, that are vibrant companies have to do that, mm. and, and I'm sure that you'll do it well. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the confidence. Absolutely. So, yeah, this is, uh, this is Chris Meyer uh, with us today with Green Circle Demolition. And, and Chris, if, if, some, if our listeners wanted to get a hold of you, how would they best do it? Uh, you can call me directly um, at 404-229-0492. I'll answer the phone any time of day. If not, leave, leave us a message. We'll get back to you on your project or any type of concerns or if you just want to talk. And uh, we also have a website that has a lot of our previous portfolio projects that you can check out and our range of services that we've already mentioned at www.greencircledemolition.com. Okay, so that's GreenCircleDemolition.com. Mm -hmm, same with LinkedIn if you just search Green mm -hmm. Circle Demolition. Okay, or your phone number, 404-229-0492. Excellent, excellent. Well, great show, Armand, Chris. Thanks for joining us today. I'm going to uh, share a couple things about sales here as we uh, wrap the show up today. Uh, had some, some listeners who submitted some questions, really great questions about sales and uh, I thought what I would do is address uh, uh, one or two of those questions today. Here's, here's a question from a sales manager. The question is, what metrics should I measure for my sales team? Are they weekly? Are they monthly? Are they yearly? Uh, you know, this is, a, this is an interesting uh, question because most of my clients uh, are not measuring, when we first start working with them, they're not measuring the right things. They're just not. You know, they, they, almost everybody measures, you know, what, what was last month's sales? What was last quarter's sales? What were last year's mm -hmm. sales? 
uh, and uh, and that's great. It's good to know uh, your, your numbers and, and the trends, but that's not going to help you now. You know what I mean? It's not going to help you. It's too late. When those numbers are in, it's too late. So we always suggest to our clients that they measure behaviors, activities, uh, and, and make sure that their uh, teams, you know, people like Chris that are out there doing the good work, uh, make sure that they're uh, doing the right activities in the right time frames and the right quantities with mm-hmm. the right people, and we call that behavior. And, and behavior is one-third of what we refer to as the success triangle. So there's behavior, and there's attitudes, and there's techniques, uh, the, the three points of the triangle. And the thing about, about metrics, when you're measuring behaviors, then you can pinpoint when things aren't going as well as you want them to. Mm-hmm. Because if, they're, if your team members are doing the right behaviors, right activities, and the right quantities with the right people at the right times, mm-hmm. then if the results still aren't as good as you want them to be, then you know that the uh, problem lies in either their technique, you know, the way they engage with people, what questions they ask, or uh, what things they, they are saying, or the problem might lie in their mindset, which is very typical in the sales world. It's very easy to get down on yourself. It's very easy to have a negative mindset. It's also very easy to have too positive a mindset. You know, like, hey, I had a, I had a great month last month, and it's just yeah. going to keep going. All I got to do is sit here and answer the phone. Right, right. Uh, I remember the prospect one time who told <laughs> me that, uh, I asked him about, you know, how were his uh, his sales activities, and he told me that he was pretty sure his sales team were aggressively waiting for the phone to ring. <laughs> there you go. Okay. I like that. Yeah. That. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, that's a great strategy. <laughs> I mean, Chris. So I, I was just going to say, you know, I've noticed a lot of that too, Al, where mm. there's, there's a lot of individuals I've noticed, and I, and I think it's a measure of just being self-aware because mm. activity is not always necessarily productivity. You know, it's yes. just knowing how to focus on the, the certain things that are going to make you know, the, the decisions that you're making and the behaviors that's going to bring about the best desired results in the shortest time. And, you know, yes. that's what I've found. Yes. So we want our clients to have what we call a cookbook, which is, you know, what is their recipe for activity? And, in, in, you know, so a daily a minimum of activity or a weekly minimum of activity. And what are those activities? Are they the right ones, like mm-hmm. Chris said? Uh, and then we can uh, take a look at results and see if we need to change either the mindsets uh, or the techniques, mm-hmm. or do we need to change the behaviors? Sure. How, how do you go about the mindset aspect? <laughs> yeah, you know that's interesting. That's, interesting. that's an interesting question. You know, I, I've got a colleague that says what you got to do is you got to open up the brain, yeah, and you got to rewire the neurons. Yeah, you have to be aware of what's around yes. you and absorb the immediate because a lot of what happens in your life is absorbed by everything around Oh, yeah, there's so, and there's so much negativity. Yes. Mm-hmm. So much negativity yes. in the world today. You know, you see a lot of people who say, I'm going to take a break from Twitter. I'm going to take a break from Facebook. And why is that? Because of the negativity. That's exactly. Right. You don't need it. Yeah. No, yeah. no, exactly. And, yeah. and, you know, when you're making products for kids, yeah. you know, being aware of what you're doing and how you're doing it is it's so important. Gratifying is the word if you're doing it correctly. And and our motto is, you know, if you have uh, healthy candy, for example. Mm-hmm. Good example. You have healthy kids mm-hmm. and you have healthy sales. Yes. And you combine those things and it sort of covers the scope of what you should be doing that's a to, positive culture to try yes. to make a difference in a positive way you that's know great. it's an interesting observation Armand and I have seen I have observed <laughs> that the happiest people I know 
are the people that are focused on what they do from day to day and how they go about thinking about what they do yes. from day to day. And yes. that's, a, that's a concept that supersedes sales You're or right. business. And yes. the time you wake yeah. up. Yes. It, is a, it is a way to look at life. Yes, right. a way to yeah. look at life is yeah. beautiful. You said Amazing. it so well. Thank you. I say some things. Some things are well. Some things, yeah. So, so that's a wrap today, guys. Appreciate it. Harman, thank you for being with us. Pleasure. Yeah. Thank you Thanks for, for having, having us. Absolutely. This uh, is uh, Al Simon. It, Al. Yeah, you are welcome. And uh, we'll have you on again. How's that? Great. Yeah. Look forward to it. So this is Al Simon with Sandler. And by the way, you can reach me at simoninc.sandler.com. It's also on the website, as are the... Uh, contact information for both for both armand and uh for chris on the radio too. okay on your website for uh for yeah, candy it's, mountain it's www.twotarts one word dot com all right and two is t-o-o t-o-o that's right excellent com. so thanks guys appreciate it Thank and you. uh everybody good selling mm-hmm.